Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. We're going to start out of news out of China. Uh, China is willing to walk together with Cuba in building socialism. In a phone conversation with Cuban President Miguel Diaz-Canel, President Xi Jinping said his country is willing to walk together with Cuba, building socialism, be good partners, and can pursuing common development. So what happened was uh, Cuba was actually recovering and having a sort of uh, rebirth re- in uh, its economy when the U.S. kind of lightened the restrictions. And uh, what happened was, I guess, uh, Trump put the kibosh on it and then COVID-19 hit and then it just took a turn for the worst. Gis also said, uh, so they said, hey, we could help you out. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've heard that before with uh, when Russia was, you know, hand in hand with, with uh, Cuba. Xi also said China is willing to join hands with Cuba and being good examples of anti-COVID-19 fight and good comrades and strategic coordination. He pointed that under the strong leadership of the Communist Party, Cuba, Cubans' will, comrades will have forcefully defended their revolutionary achievements with no fear for the powerful and unyielding struggle. Historically speaking, the socialist cause has never been smooth and the cause uh, and the communists have always strived for survival, development, victory through struggles. I mean, well, I hope so because they are absolutely struggling over there. On to North Korea. U.S. says North Korean nuclear report shows urgent need for dialogue. A U.N. watchdog report, North Korea has appeared to have restarted a nuclear reactor reflects an urgent need for dialogue. The United States is seeking to address the issue with Pyongyang. The International Atomic Agency said in a report dated Friday that the signs of the Operation 5 megawatt reactor, which is seen capable of producing weapons-grade plutonium, were the first to be spotted since 2018. This report underscores the urgent need for dialogue and diplomacy so we can achieve the complete denuclearization of the peninsula. We continue to seek the dialogue for the DPRK Democratic People's Republic of Korea so we can address this reported activity and the full range of issues related. So basically, North Korea said, okay, back to our old ways. Let's turn on the reactor. Let's get some attention to us. Everything we've done is uh, has not worked. It's time to kick everything back up. All right. On to East Asia Pacific, Philippines, Duarte's top aide declines Philippine presidential nomination. Philippine President Rodrigo Duarte's longtime aide has rejected the endorsement of the ruling party to run as his candidate in 2022 elections, a development that some analysts said may open the way for Duarte's daughter to stand. Senator Christopher Go, in a letter uh, to the PDP Laban party, said he wanted to devote his attention to helping fight the pandemic, asking his allies to support candidates who will continue Duarte's policy and programs. As much as I wish to report, respond to the clamor of our party mates, I respectfully decline the endorsement. Go had previously said he was open to running for president after Duarte's running mate. Duarte is prohibited by the Constitution from seeking a second term, but his opponents believe he wants to maintain his grip on power. I mean, that's one way to do it, put his daughter in there. Uh, Duarte has declared he will seek the vice presidency as Dr. Sarah Duarte Caprio does not run for presidency. Both Duarte and his daughter has topped recent polls. It's possible that Sarah Duarte and the father have reconciled on strategy for one candidate in 2022. Duarte Caprio declined to comment on whether she and her father had reconciled on political strategy. She has been quoted in the media saying she was open for running for president. Okay. How the Taliban will govern Afghanistan. Actually, let's skip that one. We'll go on to the next one. We'll, we'll do this one. Sorry about that. Um, an update on Afghanistan. We'll do this one. So the situation is ever-changing in Afghanistan. Obviously, the terrible, sad news of the suicide bomber a couple airport killed 
many people. Um, this weekend, the U.S. military carried out a strike as morning rockets headed toward the airports were struck down. Um, and with that, Qatar is emerging as a player of the U.S. pullout. Um, Qatar played an outsized role in the U.S. efforts to evacuate tens of thousands of people from Afghanistan. Now the tiny Gulf Arab state is being asked to shape what's next for Afghanistan because of its ties with both Washington and the Taliban, who are in charge of Kabul. Qatar will be among the global heavyweights on Monday when U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Bilkin hosts a virtual meeting to discuss coordinated approach for the days ahead. As the U.S. completes its withdrawal from Afghanistan following the Taliban takeover of the country, they will meet, include Canada, France, Germany, Italy, and Japan. Qatar has also reportedly been asked by the Taliban to provide civilian technical assistance. Uh, meanwhile, international UN agencies are uh, asking Qatar to help support and delivering aid to Afghanistan. Qatar's role was somewhat unexpected. The nation which shares a land border with Saudi Arabia and vast underwater gas field in the Persian Gulf with Iran was supposed to be transit point for just a few thousand people airlifted from Afghanistan over to timeline several months ago. After a surprising, uh, surprisingly swift Taliban takeover of Kabul on August 15th, the United States looked to Qatar to help shoulder the evacuations of tens of thousands in a chaotic, hurried airlift. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News. That just talked about how China is willing. That doesn't mean they are willing to help Cuba. U.S. says uh, North Korea's some dialogue back on the table after North Korea started up the their nuclear program again, Duarte's. Uh, end of presidency is coming to an end. It looks like the daughter may be running for it. And uh, how Qatar is helping out on uh, Afghanistan and shaping Afghanistan, especially for a lot of those refugees. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.